junkie. Judas and the Black Messiah. Once again, we're late. We accept that. We embrace that. It's been out it's a fair few time. weeks. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya has won. Was it Best Supporting Actor, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Did he win it in the end? Yeah, he won it. Oh, he won yeah, it absolutely. Then. Best Picture and Best Supporting. Best Supporting Actor for Kaluuya, but Lakeith Stanfield was also nominated for Best Supporting Actor. We're going to talk to you about that in a minute. Yeah. So this is uh, an American biographical drama, uh, civil rights drama, about the betrayal of Fred Hampton, uh, chairman of the Illinois chapter of the uh, Black Panther Party in the late 1960s Chicago. Uh, and it's about how he's double-crossed, essentially, and assassinated, in no uncertain yeah. terms, by the FBI, uh, due to the help of Lakeith Stanfield, who was essentially, I think, if not the first, possibly the only black FBI mole, in a sense. Yeah. Um, uh, directed by Shaka King, um, who I don't, I don't know. I think no, this I might be, know. might be his first, his first film. Again, we're, we're huge Daniel Kaluuya fans. Huge. You know, huge from Get Out. Black Mirror was yeah. my absolute go-to yeah, thing for him. Absolutely. It was fantastic. Uh, and I thought he was probably the best thing in Widows, uh, the Steve McQueen film. Oh, I can't remember the thing He was a brilliant villain him. in that. Yeah. Uh, but Lakeith Stanfield we love. Obviously, the two of them play opposite each other, alongside each other in Get Out. Uh, and Lakeith mm -hmm. Stanfield, I think, is a really fascinating actor. I like actors that make curious choices. Yeah, when he looks sad, he looks really oh, sad. Oh, he looks really sad, yeah. And it's okay. produced by Ryan Coogler, director of Black, um, Black Panther. And, and it also stars, sorry, Jesse Plemons, who we love. And Jesse Plemons was recently in that, uh, what was that movie? I, I'm thinking of Ending Things, very odd, strange movie, but I, I came across him in Fargo and Breaking and Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's so good in Fargo, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so Judas and the Black Messiah. <laughs> Take us into it, Mark. I'd never heard of this particular character in the Black Panthers, and the reason... Fred Hampton. Yeah, you could say, well, how would you have heard of any of them? But I've heard of some of them. For me, I was getting, I was getting flavours of things like Detroit. I was getting a little bit of Trial of the Chicago 7. Yeah, the Trial of Chicago 7. Yeah, I can't think of another movie. I was getting... I was getting it's, it's very much a period piece. It really observes that. I thought it starts with a really neat... Uh, documentary kind of montage of all the footage of what was going on at the time. It was a great scene setter. Um, it started with an incredibly prosthetic laden Martin Sheen. Yeah. Playing the sort of expletive horrid, horrid head of the FBI. And essentially yeah. this becomes a film about how the FBI wanted to infiltrate the black civil rights movement and and unpick it from within in, mm -hmm. in a truly racist fashion. Uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think I was surprised, because I we watched it after Kaluuya won the Oscar, I was surprised that I found this very much Lakeith Stanfield's film. Mm. I found myself more interested in The Judas than I did in The Black Messiah. Yeah. Did you feel the same? I mean, I have to confess, I think that's the case with the story of Christ. Judas is fascinating. Yes, overall. I mean, it is far more Lakeith, Lakeith's yeah. film, because he's in it far more. I mean, his plot's far more tricky, tricky all the way through. Well, I think the dilemma for the Judas is, is far more filmically rich, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's a richer yeah. kind of narrative, because in a sense, you know... Right um, from the beginning, when he sort of appears to be something that he's not yeah, in order to do something yeah. that he shouldn't be. And then really he's doing that all the way through, isn't yeah. he? So essentially yeah. Lakeith Stanford gets caught trying to nick a car impersonating an FBI officer yeah. and the FBI give him a plea deal basically, which is you help us out and infiltrate the Black Panther organisation and we'll give you your freedom back. Yeah. Uh, but essentially Lakeith Stanford discovers quite early on he's as, tr he's as trapped as he would have if been. If not more. If yeah, not more yeah. so. Yeah. So in a sense, 
Daniel Kaluuya is running all of his scenes straight on as yeah. a sort of immo a mobilizer, a motivator, a speaker. Mm. There's no layers of of sort of doubt no. in him. There's a couple of scenes between him and his his wife, his partner. There are the scenes of Daniel Kaluuya um, talking to his audience are very powerful and very. It's a totally committed performance from Kaluuya. And mm. um, I would liken it most to sort of you know these. These scenes in 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 churches where everybody's on the same board and everybody's yeah. sort of everybody wants to believe in what he's saying yes. and he's got the uh, revolutionary revolution. Yeah, yeah. What's the word he keeps saying again yeah, yeah. and again? And, um, yeah, and um, you know he, his body, his body is great, Kalua. He's a big guy and he's putting everything into it all, and we feel that. Mm. And basically, what he's doing is aligning, trying to get all the separate. Disparate groups, groups of, yeah. that, that were around at the time in Chicago. So we, we see the Latin Indian Americans. Yeah. We see they seem to have green berries, red berries, yeah. silver berries, and getting them all together. And of course, as always in the left, I mean, even now, yes. let's face it, the left is fighting itself so yeah. busily, it hardly needs the right. And, um, and and that happens right up until the end when. I mean, in I thought you. I thought you were leading towards a criticism there. No, well, no, no. It's, I often didn't understand some of the things he was saying. Right. What I'm trying to say, I suppose, is that it didn't matter that I didn't understand every Everything. word. Yeah. Because he was totally in it. Yes. In his performance and in the fact that his audience were with him, I mm. was with him, um, and it's clear what he was saying. It's, I mean, he wasn't saying, he wasn't advocating violence. No, he wasn't. At all. Well, no, because. Until I, the very end. Until the very end. Did. Well, and also, I think what's interesting is look, the, the reason I think this is Lakeith's film and really, you know, mm. come to this film. I think if you come into this film, for me, it's the, it's the, it's the dilemma, it's the moral corruption and dilemma yeah. that, that surrounds Lakeith Stanfield doing what he's doing that mm. really, for me, is the fascinating part of this mm. and, is, and is the beating, tortured heart of this film. And that's where Jesse Plemons then sits on the outside because Jesse Plemons is essentially the man controlling Lakeith. Yeah. And he's incredibly good at this very still, very pasty. You feel kind of on your side, but yeah. isn't really on your side. But he too is also compromised by his bosses. Yeah. A really powerful scene where they're all sat in the office and the head of the FBI saying, what are you going to do if your daughter marries a oh, black man? horrendous And I thought scene. Jesse Plemons played that incredibly well because... They played that long as well, so there were long. pauses. Because and... of course Jesse Plemons is himself institutionally racist and a racist. Yes. But he wasn't as racist no. as the, what the guy was saying. No. And, but... Racist is racist, and so exactly. you know, he's controlling the kids. That was a very good key scene, wasn't very it? Very powerful, yeah. very powerful. I mean, I started off thinking Jesse, the Jesse Plemons character, was um, a good guy, yeah. And it was only sort of slowly, bit by bit, that you and maybe he was, as Marcus just said, he wasn't a totally bad guy in the beginning, but he yeah. was forced to be, yeah. And so, in the end, he had to be a sort of now, you interestingly said after we watched it, you said, oh, wow, that was an odd film. It was one of those sorts of films that got better as it went on. Yeah, I and feel you're it right. did. Yeah, I feel it did. I feel we were given too much sort of... Um... Scene setting. Yes, yes. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And when we got more to the um, nitty-gritty of, of, of what this character... Well, the noose was tightening around Lakeith, Lakeith, wasn't it? They wanted to get more and more to, to Daniel Kaluuya, weren't they? Yeah, and, and they did that really effectively, didn't they? You know, mm. I mean, they brought in everything. They brought in sort of a bit of magic realism, a dream. He was dreaming, and we oh, didn't yeah. know whether he was dreaming or not. It was violent. 
he clearly was a tortured soul and by the sort of even mid-mark or just over the mid-mark he looked horrendous didn't yes. he he clearly did not know what to do next he tried to get out of it several times what was so clever what was so cleverly played by him mm. was that there was the typical young male thing of loving some of yes. the bits yes. he loved the cars he loved the meals yeah he loved uh, the girls i suppose the way we didn't really see that um but but gradually even on somebody who on that level was so sort of like wanted mm. things he started to be horrified by the way it was going, but he mm. could not get out of he could it. Not could not get he? out. I thought that was a really interesting point because you're right. He he liked the trimmings of it, but I also think he was. I thought he played it quite well because there was a very powerful scene where the, at one of the rallies where Kaluuya is doing as Fred Hampton is doing a speech, and Jesse Plemons parks himself in the crowd. Which at that point I thought I think they needed a wider shot to show a few more white people there because I thought yeah. he stood out like a like a white person yeah, with they a beret. Yeah, started to gather white, yeah. white But anyway, he was in the crowd and it was a really good scene because you could see that Lakeith Stanfield, you know, as William O'Neill, was really into what was being said. And I'd have, I would have thought that for the real life William O'Neill, that would have been a real dilemma, that he yeah. was part of the struggle, but he was in a, you know, but he was also a compromised part of the struggle because yeah. he was informing for, for the Jesse Plemons character. But when Jesse Plemons then pulled him up on that later saying, yeah. that was real, that was Academy Award acting in there. Yeah. Well, that was a lovely line, given yeah, they were both was, nominated it for was, it. Was. Um, so I thought that was, I thought that was intriguing. I, I, did, I think you're right. I think it picked up its pace and it picked up, mm. it felt like it became a more complex noose tightening film from about 50 minutes in. So I would tolerate the first 40 minutes or so yeah. to get there because yeah. it, it becomes tighter. But I still maintain, I think, Kaluuya was strong, powerful, engaging, and inspiring as Fred Hampton, but it wasn't a particularly nuanced performance, I didn't think. I found, I found it a bit, I found him quite steady. And, and I suppose what I'm saying is, is in contrast, I thought Lakeith Stanfield was doing a lot more mm. and had a lot more to do in his performance. He, he did. Uh, and I suppose in some ways it becomes more thriller-like as, as the thing goes on. Yeah. Because the, the positions he would put himself and was put in. Who, Lakeith? Lakeith, where mm. he's sort of part of a raid that's going on, yes, but not. Trying to escape it. Shooting at people, but not. not. Trying to get up on the roof and but down. But not and, really. And, and also, yeah. all the time, people potentially picking up on the fact that yes. he was a rat. Yeah. I mean, almost every... I thought they could have maybe exploited that a bit more. Where I perhaps... think they exploited it quite Did they? Lot. They had well, one moment. I thought they could have had another moment where they him. thought, oh, could it be him? I could have done with him sweating even a bit more. Well, I thought he was, by then, he was so tortured. I'm not sure he could give us any more torturedness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing that changes for da the Daniel Kaluuya character, I, I was staggered that at the end of the film, they say he was only 21. I know. He was only 21 when he, he died. And that is amazing, because, I mean, he, the, the um, amount of gravitas and um, yeah. you know, support he had. Sort of and, the wealth of sort of experience he yeah, he had. And yeah, and his words and everything, and, uh, you know, it's just astonishing. But then... And it's not a but, really, but he meets this girl. This girl has her eye on him, and they form a relationship. And this is this is the one who's talking about poetry. Mm. And he doesn't sort of just abandon everything because he's quite critical of it in mm. one way. But she's very persistent, and then, of course, she gets pregnant. Yes. There's lots of comparing Malcolm X and, yeah. and uh, Luther, Luther King, King, so to compare the yeah. violence against the number. And so there are moments where Lakeith Stanfield goes in and he's wired and he fails to actually get Daniel <sighs> Kaluuya to actually say, yeah. yeah, let's blow them all up. But yeah. then there comes a point where a key part of the Black Panther group, a key member, does get killed. There's a very powerful scene where I thought Kaluuya was with the mother of that person. Yeah. I thought that was really strongly played, and I thought that was Kaluuya's strongest scene, where he was looking at a mother 
mourning the loss of her, oh, yeah, her child. Oh, yeah, she was talking, yeah. No, I thought that was, was very, very powerful. And I thought that was him. It was Richard. I also thought Kaluuya's scene with his girlfriend when they were talking about the baby. Yeah. And whether she should be bringing it into the world and all that. I thought that was very powerful. And so I think it really isn't a criticism of Kaluuya. No. I, I, I just don't think there were many moments when he had those moments to really act. Yeah. Uh, no, as a person quite, rather than as a, a person spokesperson. rather than as a spokesperson. Yeah. yeah. And I just think Lakeith had all of that. It's a little bit like when you get cast as a villain, you know, you've got all the richer bits to go yeah. the camera. Yeah, no, you're quite right in that respect. And when he did have to act as a sort of so called family man or yeah. respond to something that was dreadful like that. He's really good. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, really good. Um, Just wasn't given enough of it, I don't no, think. No, he wasn't. Um, and that's why I would still say, I think this is the Keith Stanfield's film. But one of the killer details at the very end of this film, it's one of the killer details, uh, is an interview, a real interview with the real, real, real William O'Neill, um, who talks about the role he played in the civil rights movement and how he marries essentially him being a snitch. And the interviewer says to him, how do you feel about that? And he says... He says, well, he says that he felt... he Asked me again, sort of, sort of. I did what I thought was right I did right what I did, and I, did a di I played a different part in the, in the, in the battle, yeah. if you like. Yeah, I made and, a decision. Because yeah. I yell at the screen, you made the wrong decision. Yeah, she then... yelled, you made the wrong decision. And then it comes up as a caption that later the day he had done that interview, he took his life. He took his life. So as he so answered he that, he was thinking what you said. Yeah. And that made, that broke my heart a bit. Yeah. So, that so the torture those, of that man. Yeah, and all the tortured expressions on the key face and whatever were real. Mm. He must have been feeling all of those things. Mm. I mean, you couldn't make that sort no, of stuff. It was tra and that was tragic. And in yeah. that sense, you, re you realise how... William O'Neill, although he was the snitch and the informant that has obviously compromised the Black Panther group and Fred Hampton and all those other people who died, mm. he also was a victim of institutional racism Absolutely. in the US. Absolutely. And so he sits alongside, you know, it's tragically sad. And that's where I think it's a very complex and clever film. Yeah, yeah. So what would you um, give it, Mum? Oh, phew, this is a hard one. Yeah, if I had a score, okay, I'll go first. If I had a score running, Mm. For the first 40 minutes, I'd have been around 60 to 70. Yeah. And then as it moved on, I was going at 80, actually. 90. And then by the end, I was around 90. Yeah. I'd probably give it, I'm going to give it 90. I'm going to give it 85. I started yeah. off thinking 82, but then I don't think that's, it got so good towards the end. So I was so interested towards the end that, yeah. yeah. I kept getting better and better with every credit that came up. Yeah, I was like, 85, oh my God, I'd give it, 85. Yeah, yeah. There you go. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.